Pay attention, it's Joe time. I can't believe it. Oh, Mike. I was on TV. Gentlemen, lady. You will always remember this as the day that you almost caught Captain Jack. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a month. Welcome to episode 31 of the Disney Universe podcast. We are a bi-weekly, for the most part, uh, Disney podcast talking about everything in the vast Disney Universe, such as Pixar, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, 21st Century Fox now, but we'll get to that later. I am just one of your hosts, Joey. And I am Ryan. And once again, welcome everybody, uh, new people, new listeners, old returning listeners not old we, you know we don't talk about that but uh we're glad you guys found us um you can if once again going back to if you're new you can subscribe on itunes stitcher google play music or where are we at soundcloud and then you can subscribe also on youtube uh we're going to have some uh video content um being loaded pretty soon and um we'll get to that later but uh hey welcome to our special tiki room 55th anniversary episode um how you been man how's it going good how are you <laughs> i was talking so much i just kind of like got winded there and i don't know just <laughs> needed a break I'm, i must be feel like i've drank a few uh krakatoa punches here but you know we're we're, yeah. comple- we're, we're completely good but um yeah uh we got a, we I got a loaded one nice, here though. so uh yeah, like like I mentioned before, we'll be talking about the Tiki Room. We have a special message from our friends uh, at Leaving Today Podcast. Plus, we got two great interviews with uh, very very special, awesome guests. Uh, first, from uh, Trader Brandon. He's a former Disney Imagineer. He's uh, he's uh, the writer and director of Trader Sam's, both at Disneyland and Disney World, and also a new author. So we have him on the show along with Natalie who's uh, one of the organizers of a uh, really cool event uh, at Disneyland, uh, Tiki Day at the park. So uh, we'll be talking to both of them later. We're really excited. But it's been a very busy time in the uh, in the Disney universe. So, hey, let's start with that news here. <laughs> um, what do you got? What's the big one we got? So big news, big as in <laughs> billion. Uh, Disney has purchased uh, almost officially... Um, bid, I guess would be the proper way to say it. Um, $71.3 billion to buy up 20th Century Fox. Billion that is dollars. a lot of billion. <laughs> that is a lot of $6 churros we've we've bought from them to get, that, get them to that point. <laughs> but, that is a lot uh, of cheddar. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they um, beat out Comcast in the, the bidding. Um, I guess would be what, what they would have done, but yeah, seventy-one point three billion dollars, and I think they also are going to purchase their debt, but I don't know if that's included uh, exactly in the 
the news, but yeah, that's a it's a lot of money, and they'll they'll finally get um, a new hope, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, and it, it's funny because I mean this this news was mentioned months ago that they were going to purchase them, then Comcast you know kind of came in the picture at the last second, but it's like really were they really in that much of competition <laughs> with Comcast? I mean, yeah, I, I don't know anybody that can outbid. Disney on anything right now and um, <laughs> yeah uh, like you said uh, we'll finally uh, we'll finally get a new hope um, that was the only film not in the uh, Lucasfilm deal when they initially purchased them it, it was from Empire on so that's exciting which a lot of I know a lot of fans are excited because they're expecting you know Disney Lucasfilm to finally release the uh, unaltered cut of the original trilogy on Blu-ray and HD, so uh, yeah, and that, that that's pretty cool. Ooh, that would be so cool if they two options: either they had it as a celebration exclusive or announced it celebration. Oh. I'd be fine with either one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which we'll be talking a lot about celebration in the next couple months. Uh, more on that in yes, a little sir. bit, but uh, yeah, this, I mean, this is a huge deal because um, that also brings back. Um, what people are expecting uh, franchises for Marvel like Fantastic Four, the X-Men, bringing mm-hmm. them possibly to the uh, MCU, um, which, yeah, so that would be huge. <coughs> um, well, one thing I was thinking about, too, was, uh, oh, not just that, but I don't know, uh, I think you even were kind of questioning, like, oh, what, how, what, how's this going to affect uh, Deadpool? Uh, so, and... One thing I remember hearing a few months ago was Bob Iger saying uh, to Deadpool fans, don't worry, that nothing will, will be changed. They, they will still be made how they've been made to, you know, as of now. But Probably just, more of them. Yeah, exactly. Because I was even thinking, like, after the second Deadpool, it's like, yeah, that was, that was really good. It was awesome. I don't know if we're going to see any more just because it's like, it's, it, Deadpool's such a crazy character, like, to pump out movies with him would be kind of I would say kind of like feel old but that's just me yeah so no, yeah the second one for me felt like that it was kind of like okay kind of going over the same jokes again yeah <laughs> but another thing that would make this huge would be uh you know they just last year they opened uh, the world of Pandora in uh, Animal Kingdom so now because we all know there's more Avatar movies coming out that those will now be produced by Disney and could we know they've wanted to collaborate with James Cameron for years, so they gave him his his Avatar land. So now let us distribute the movies, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So I yeah, I, I no, know I, there's a lot more, cool but yeah, uh, yeah. So and you know maybe we'll start seeing <laughs> uh, Disney uh, Predator mashups or <laughs> Alien mash. Who knows? <laughs> I, d- I doubt we'll go that far, but it'll be interested with those uh, more grittier. Um, not so kid friendly movies that that Fox is kind of I don't say they're known for but you know what happens with those do you think any of those could come to the parks any of those like properties I don't think so um excuse me I would you know what I would actually be really surprised if they completely got rid of the uh the 20th century Fox like logo and brand and um maybe still keep it because it is an iconic movie TV uh, 
brand itself because some of the, they, they got some of the best shows on TV like FX and uh, Fox. I mean, they got The Simpsons. You know, are they going to turn Toontown into Springfield and get them out of Universal? You know, there's there's so many questions yeah. right now. What's going to happen? But I would think they would keep them and like very similar to what like when Disney brought out Touchstone in the eighties. That was more for that. That was more for like a contemporary or older audience where they could do their mm-hmm. PG-13 R-rated movies still being owned by Disney but they were just you know they didn't have to produce the Herbie and cartoons all the time so I would think that's what they would keep the 20th Century Fox for that's, and that's just yeah. a thought so yeah that makes sense yeah who knows but we, I mean yeah, there, there is a lot of properties for them to to do stuff with and with as much money that I mean you're not going to pay 71 billion dollars and just like sit on something <laughs> we've seen what they've done with Star Wars and Lucasfilm and that was only 4 billion dollars and I don't believe I'd ever even thought I'd ever say only 4 billion dollars because that was <laughs> an insane number when that came out and this just like oh that was nothing so yeah <laughs> crazy but yeah we'll probably definitely get more news over this and over the next couple months as uh, details kind of emerge um next thing's kind of uh yeah i i I wouldn't say sad i guess it would be sad but um we all know that uh you know founder of pixar and then uh head of disney kind of creative and animation uh, john lasseter took his uh six month sabbatical uh over the last six months and uh, just uh, over the, uh, I don't know if they're actually were they act- allegations or I, I you know it's kind of an old yeah. story I forget the the fine print but um, just making it a uncomfortable advances towards women I guess over hugging uh, being I'm not going into too much detail but he he left on his own and he didn't really leave he was just taking the break well it just came out uh, a couple weeks ago that he uh, he's done with that and he's actually coming back uh, to work but he will be officially uh, uh, gone from the entire company as of uh, the end of December of this coming December so uh, yeah I had a quote here just says and this is from John Lasseter it's, it's short it says I have decided to end this <clears throat> year is the right time uh, to begin on focusing on some new creative challenges so um, that's just about his leave of absence. So now Disney's kind of left without, uh, obviously their head creative consult not not consultant. I forget the it's a, a chief creative officer, and uh, that's for Pixar, and that's also kind of like for Disney Animation. So they they actually uh, just recently um, hi, uh, promoted two two people to take over. Uh, th- this job here and it's uh, one is Jennifer is it Jennifer Lee uh, and she's uh, and Pete Doctor and they, they've been animation directors for Disney Pixar uh, obviously Jennifer Lee a lot of people know her for uh, Frozen which is a little movie Disney uh, produced <laughs> and yeah what was that one about again uh, it's just uh, <laughs> some I don't know <laughs> <laughs> So it's kind of been all over the parks. It, it's been obviously kind of uh, dying down since they've been throwing it in everybody's face. Which I will say recently, well, in the last couple of months, I, I have rewatched Frozen because there's nothing 
I don't know. I was just in a weird mood, and it is you know it it is a great movie. It's just it's it it's enjoyable now that it's not all over the place. So, um, yeah. So and Pete Doctor, which he's he's uh been involved in tons of movies for Disney and Pixar, uh, including um, Inside Out. This is so terrible. I'm sorry. Uh, Wreck It Ralph and. Uh, just, just to name a few, so Wally, Monsters Inc. So uh, it's just kind of crazy that they actually got two people to take over the job of one person. Um, that just shows how big shoes they're they're filling there. And if you listen to our Re- Incredibles review, I personally thought <clears throat> that uh, uh, Brad Bird, director of Incredibles and Ratatouille, and, uh, he he, he would have been a better choice, but. Um, it's Disney's decision, so uh, yeah. they 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 make good co- choices too. So let's just hope this is one of them. But do you have any thoughts on that at all? Or um, I don't think it's a good idea to have two people in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I don't think that's ever worked ever in like the history of anything <laughs> when two people are like in charge of something this big and they're gonna have they're eventually gonna not have the same ideas for something and. And there's going to be problems, and it's going to happen again. And um, yeah, I just I don't think this will last long. Maybe a few years, if that. Uh, but yeah, by I think by like then, um, there'll just be one person in charge. But yeah, the two people in charge, I think, is a bad idea. Uh, yeah, we'll see. So yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. So um, yeah, n- none of the real uh, recent. You know, this this will probably be more of an impact within the. Uh, the movie's coming out within the next two to three years, maybe. But, you know, we'll see. So, um, obviously, being that we're both Disney nerds, we're, we're hoping for the best. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we will see. Um, what else do we got? We got a little bit of Star Wars news. Yes, we do. So, um, I guess unofficially, but kind of officially breaking. Um, the other day, Lucasfilm is... Can't, not canceling, but postponing all their um, spinoff movies for the time being and focusing on episode 9. So I'm guessing this has to do with the box office numbers from Solo uh, that didn't do too well at all and still not doing that well. So, yeah. So from now, for, for now, no, no more, no Obi-Wan, no Boba Fett movie. So... Yeah, what do you think about that? Well, that's that's sad because first of all, uh, if you ask both of us, because Solo is a movie we both agreed on, was a pretty great movie. It was fun, yeah. it was entertaining, and it was just, you know, it felt like all the good stuff of Star Wars, uh, without even having any Jedi or anything like that. It was just a fun movie. Um, mm-hmm. That yeah, it had its, its production problems, but I thought. Uh, Lucasfilm t- uh, took care of it and made made a damn good movie. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really sad to hear about this because I was really looking forward to uh, an Obi Wan movie, possibly trilogy, uh, coming out with you and McGregor. It sounded like he was excited for it, and the fans I know were excited for it. And um, yeah, it's just sad. Um, but with with this with Solo being the Disney era's, uh, you know, lowest grossing movie because the numbers for any, for for any movie coming out 
what what it has, and I don't have it right in front of me, so I apologize. But isn't bad at all by any any imagination. But for a Star Wars movie, it's one of the lowest it's it's gotten. And right now, it's gotten it's it's there with uh, either just above or just below like Justice League numbers. So, mm-hmm. and that was a holiday release. Was you know it was expected. I don't know, but so yeah, for a Star Wars movie, Solo didn't do too great. For a movie, movie had great, definitely numbers worthy of a sequel. Because I was, I was really hoping after seeing Solo, I'm like, okay, I want to see what. I think they can make at least one more movie, and maybe yeah. instead of a trilogy, but making a spinoff for Lando or something. But you know that that was just kind of just in thoughts, but. Um, well, like I want to see what they're going to do with Maul and exactly. what the ideas were for that. And, and spoiler alert! Oh yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and the and the fan service that I thought they did perfectly in in Solo, that what they could have added in the sequel. I mean, with the, you know his relationship with you know Jabba, maybe Boba Fett, Greedo, you know those kind of characters, and it just is on is yeah. a continuing relationship with Lando. And it, in, uh, I thought his chemistry with Kira, uh, Amelia Clark's character, was great too. So, yeah, I'm kind of so I'm bummed on that. So, but it's they, like they said, it's not they're not dropping him. They're just taking a break, uh, focusing on like you said, episode nine, uh, and even like, we we haven't heard too much about the Ryan Johnson trilogy yet, or very little about John Favreau's show, uh, or even the Game of Thrones uh, movies. So. Uh, I, I think it'd be smart to focus on uh, episode nine, being that how Last Jedi got such a mixed reaction from the fans and started this whole boycott Star Wars and giving up on Star Wars and all this crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, hopefully, hopefully we'll get this will be a temporary thing and going back to celebration, <laughs> we'll, we'll get some uh, updated news uh, next April. <coughs> Yeah, hopefully. I hope so. Yeah. But the last piece we got is uh, Disney finally released a little teaser poster and trailer for Tim Burton's Dumbo. And, oh, my God. I can't. This looks so cool. I mean, I know it's just a teaser. that They they didn't give away too much. But, you know, we we get to see Dumbo. We get to see uh, um, the little kids, which I think kind of will take the place of Timothy the mouse in the, in the movie um and just like Danny DeVito their dad is Colin Farrell we see Eva Green and Michael Keaton and a blonde haired Michael Keaton which is kind of or white hair it's hard to tell but <laughs> I, I don't know I just think uh this this movie looks awesome love the original and I like I've said before numerous times I love Tim Burton he knows how to direct carnivals and circuses he's been doing it for years and so the way the carnival looks on this one just looks amazing. Uh, what do you think? I think it looks fun. Uh, I don't I don't think I don't like any Tim Burton movies, so I'm sure I'll love this too. Uh, yeah, it looked look good. It's just a teaser. Um, it, nothing like. I think it were. I don't know. We're just kind of like used to CGI now. Like if you, like ten years ago, if you saw like a like a CGI dump, uh, elephant like that, you'd be like wow. But now I'm just kind of like. Yes, it's just normal. Yeah. So, yeah, cool. But, um, yeah, so like nothing really crazy jumped out to me, but it looks good. It looks fun. I'm sure I'll enjoy it. I'll see it when it comes out. Yeah, which I um, believe is March of next year. 
so yeah i never really grew up with the movie dumbo i don't think i watched it till i was like 18 oh, or wow. something like that yeah i don't know it's just like, like <laughs> that I, I still haven't seen hercules it was like the only two that i just wasn't brought up with i don't know why like i just think i just kept rewatching the other ones and never made time for those but yeah so dumbo to me isn't like a childhood memory so just oh, wow. kind of like looks good <laughs> On the next episode, we are going to have uh, Ryan's reaction to Hercules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I still, I don't know why I haven't seen that yet. Oh I think it's God. on Netflix, so I, yeah, I should probably watch it. Uh, yes, sir. I, I, I okay. yeah, um, Dumbo. Like <laughs> for my experience with Dumbo, uh, the original, I, this was one of the ones that I grew up with, watched religiously up there with Jungle Book and Robin Hood, and uh, bef- before we even owned the copy, uh, back in the day, we were able to record off the vcr off tv <laughs> and uh so um one time there it was premiering on tv and they would show uh little uh shorts before the uh, cartoon so like one of the shorts was the uh making the beanstalk then right after oh, that yeah. was uh lambert the sheepish lion which if, if if you guys know lambert then uh you guys you guys get extra listener points because <laughs> uh yeah it's, that's a different story <clears throat> but Lambert perfectly transitioned to the beginning of Dumbo because of the storks. Uh, the stork dropped off Lambert to the sheep mom, then was narrating the cartoon, and then start. Then they narrate it, and then kind of blended into the beginning of Dumbo when they're uh, all the storks are flying up, up uh, delivering the baby. So that that's how that's how I grew up with uh, Dumbo, watching that religiously. Um, but yeah, I cannot wait for this movie. So, but we got plenty of movies to, uh, in between the tie us over so so many movies <laughs> but yay that that's it for our news and uh we do got one more small bit of news it's not really news but it's uh we finally got a winner for our itunes uh review not review was it review yeah our itunes uh yes ah, i'm just pulling it up right now and um we we are way overdue on this because you know what we just didn't get it uh, very many. Then we got a few here and there, and then we pu- pulled up a randomizer, and the lucky winner was Lane Stoffer gave us five stars, <coughs> and I will read it right now. Uh, she she or he or somebody, <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, writes amazing podcast. Hey, these guys are some of the best ever. Professional and very knowledgeable guys. One of the best Disney podcasts around. And exclamation points all over on that review. So, um, I don't know about professional, <laughs> but uh, we, we do Thanks, our best mom. and we definitely... Yeah, right. <laughs> Is that your mom? <laughs> Thanks, mom. Um, that, that was such an amazing uh, review. We, we really appreciate it. Um, it was just... Ah, it means so much. And thank you yeah. once again, uh, Lynn Stoffer. Uh, if you follow us, DM me, or I'll, I'll try to get a hold of you if I can. For, I'm not sure if you can do that from iTunes, but um, you get to choose uh, one of four Blu-rays. And that, that at the time we started this contest, we're going to be brand new, but not, not, now we've taken so long they're not so brand new anymore. But so hopefully you don't have them. But uh, you get to choose either Coco, The Last Jedi, Thor Ragnarok, or uh, Black Panther. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. So. Which the cast has stopped saying, so I'll say it. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you see that video with um, oh, what's his face? Uh, it was like 
Yeah, Ted would like, want me to tell everyone, <laughs> stop saying Wakanda forever. Yeah, that's <laughs> You didn't mean forever, like literally. <laughs> <laughs> Just for a few months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah, check that out. But yeah. So once again, uh, Lynn Stoffer, thank you for the great review. Uh, maybe we'll do another uh, contest real soon. I, I'm thinking about doing a... Uh, we're almost at a thousand, thousand followers on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, yeah, boy. So maybe we'll put a nice little package together, another little prize package, and uh, maybe randomize all thousand followers. That's gonna that's gonna be a lot of work, but hey, it's worth it. We love you guys, so that's awesome. Yeah. And yeah, so uh, I guess we will get to our main part of the show uh, first. I think we'll start with um, to kind of. It's going to, this is a loaded show, folks, so uh, you can listen at, at different times and take a break and, you know. Get a Dole Whip. Get a Dole Whip, get a Tiki drink, go to a Tiki bar, you know, do, you know, have fun. But uh, it's, before we get to our talk on uh, on the Tiki Room, uh, I want to play my interview with uh, Trader Brandon. Uh, it was a great, great interview, uh, great guy, so I was just really excited about that. Uh then we'll get to the rest of the show. So uh, enjoy uh, my interview with Trader Brandon. All right, so we're here with a very special guest. Um, he's a former Imagineer, uh, decorator and writer of the Trader Sam's at both uh, Disneyland and Disney World, and author of a, a brand new book. Really cool. Uh, I have it. Love it. It's called A Field Guide to Tiki Decorating. And so, uh, welcoming uh, Trader Brandon. How, how are you doing, sir? Welcome to the Disney Universe. Hey, how are you? Thank you very much for having us. Oh, definitely. Uh, I've been wanting to have you on for a while, and uh, once we, once I figured out that, oh wait, it's the anniversary year for the Tiki Room, and I was doing a couple things a couple months ago. I'm like, I think it'd be a perfect show to have you on. So yeah, now uh, now's a good time. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, thank you for coming. I know it's a busy time too for you, especially with the book release. And uh, oh yeah, no, I'm glad we got to line up. Oh yeah, me too. So, um, and we'll get to that uh, in a few. But um, I guess just kind of basic questions is uh, you got a pretty big presence in like the Disney community and Tiki community. Then there's a <laughs> Disney Tiki community. So, I guess uh, first question is, uh, uh, what got you in the the Tiki culture? Oh dear, I think like like so many of us, um, I I would have to blame the Tiki Room. I think we're all on that same page. Is that kind of being the first real? you know, um, what do you call it? Exposure to Tiki. So I think, uh, that was part of it. And then when I was growing up, my aunt, uh, or my dad's aunt worked at a hotel on the beach in Daytona beach, uh, called the Aku Tiki Inn. And they had a giant, uh, Maori type Easter Island statue as their marquee. So I remember always going to visit her and seeing this giant Easter Island statue, um, from the backseat car, um, so that always was burnt into my head. But, yeah, no, between that and the Tiki Room, I think uh, that was what really got got me going into Tiki. And then it snowballed from there many, many more recent years later. Yeah, and I've, I've, I, that's what I've said, too. It's like, as long as I can remember, it's like, you know, especially going into local Tiki bars. You know, I'm in Sacramento, and I used to live in Portland. And every, every Tiki bar I've been to has that retro 60s feel, which yeah. feels like <laughs> Adventureland, you know, every, every time I go. And and especially Portland with the with the alibi and uh, and now with Haley Pele and all those, yeah, the the alibi certainly has that that time period feel. Oh yeah, and I, I love it. Uh, I miss it there, and I have a few questions about that, but <laughs> that that'll come in a little <laughs> bit. But um, 
Yeah, that's awesome. So, uh, but um, yeah, you you're a uh, uh, on your Instagram it says you're a, a Disney Imagineer. Uh, what can you tell us a little bit about that history on that or? Yeah, so basically, um, there used to be this magazine called the Disney Magazine, and it used mm-hmm. to it used to come out monthly. I think it was monthly. But I always used to remember getting them when you check in at, at a Disney World hotel. They would be waiting inside the room on one of the, you know, nightstands or whatever. It was the most recent issue of Disney Magazine, and one issue in, in particular had a story about uh, this person called an Imagineer, and it was a story about Tony Baxter and and his career and uh, and working at Imagineering. And that was really the first time I had ever known that that was an actual job that somebody could have. <laughs> And I was probably, I was probably seven or eight, I would think, when I when I read that. Maybe a little older, but but before that, I just thought the parks were this magical place that just happened. I didn't know anybody actually built them. Yeah. I just thought they were there for everyone to enjoy. Um, so that kind of became the the genesis of that. And then over the years, doing various things through Disney. I worked at Disneyland for a couple years uh, during the 50th anniversary, and through various you know other avenues you always go oh i want to work in imagineering i want to work in imagineering and then through various people you meet you start to know people and you oh what do i got to work at imagineering what do i have to do to work there and then uh you know uh, as the cliche as it is i mean it's certainly right place right time and uh and who you know and that was how i ended up in there and then i pretty much once i got in the door um made sure that i wasn't going to leave anytime soon. So I, I started to do a variety of different things. I uh, ran the print shop for a while, which was in charge of printing all like the presentation boards for meetings and whatnot. That was how I started. And then it went into stage managing and did a little lighting and did a little, I mean, literally just whatever you need, give me a call. I'll, I'll be here to take care of it. And then one day the last call was um, documenting props. And they're like, oh, can you come in and document some props and take some pictures? Oh, yeah, sure. And then I went in that day and uh, did that for about the next eight years. Oh, wow. <laughs> and never really documented anything, but they handed me off uh, <laughs> two uh, kiosks in Tokyo, actually, for Vacation Club, and one of which was in Adventureland, and went from that. And then about a week or maybe two weeks after I had done those, had started on those two projects, they announced that they were going to do this tiki bar at the Disneyland Hotel, and I freaked out and uh, stormed into my boss's office and said, "I'm doing this." So, oh, nice. And so, by so when that happened, uh, so you, they, you pretty much did. Did you do the decorating? And it says you did like kind of a. They came down with a background story for that, or yeah. So at that point, yeah, I had gone into my boss's office and I was like, "I'm doing this. I got to do this project. You know, this is this is for me. It's based on the Jungle Cruise. I've worked it. I know it." And he was like, well, you know, it's Anaheim. It's a different department. It's a different, you know, division. I don't really have a lot of say over there. I'll see if I can get you a meeting. We'll go from there type of type of thing. And uh, went into the first meeting, and, and the original design that I saw was very different. Mm-hmm. I will say I will say that. I will say that it was very, very different. And I kind of remember going, I don't think that's right, and raised my hand and asked some questions and, and came up with, a layout that I thought fit what it should be a little better, and uh, and then it just kind of came out came out of that. So I remember if you Google them, you can find them occasionally. On uh, they posted a couple of my renderings in the Blue Sky Cellar, uh, which was a California adventure when we were doing this, mm-hmm. 
and it's just a flat elevation with all the props and stuff sprinkled in. So yeah, I took those and then uh, started buying everything. And it took about a year and a half to, to just buy things for Sam's. And then we had a, uh, Kevin Rafferty was our show writer at the time when we started. And he was getting really, really busy with uh, being the show writer on Cars Land. And he's been there for many, many years and really funny, great guy. And he was swamped with Cars Land and, and trusted me to kind of take over in the in the writing process. Again, being a skipper and knowing what it needed to be and what it should be. So, yeah, I kind of I kind of took over from there and went took it uh, took it as far as I could push it. Yeah. And it's I mean, it's amazing because I remember uh, hearing about it. And at the time I was living in Portland, so I was always, you know, I think there was only one or two real Disney podcasts at the time. And they're more like video <laughs> podcasts. And I think one was actually put by Disney. So I remember seeing the artwork for the first time and I'm like, you know, and I was going to hanging out at the Alibi in Portland and just, I'm like, sure. Oh, it's awesome. Finally, like a, a cool tiki bar at design hotel. Cause I'd always stop but before I leave. I'd always stop at the lost bar when it was there. Right. And it's just right. like the whole little bungalow style. But you know, the fact that there's going to be a Disney themed tiki bar, you know, references to Jungle Cruise and Tiki Room and maybe, you know, movies, obviously, and stuff. So that, that was right. awesome. And it's just crazy seeing it from the first time I went in and it was this little hole, you know, hole in the wall that nobody really knew about. To, sure. You know, can't find a seat now <laughs> anytime you go in. So, yeah, I mean, when we I remember when we opened, it was, you know, we were like, I don't know, maybe it'll maybe people will catch on. I mean, I thought it was cool. You know, I mean, we, I think all of us that worked on it knew we were doing something that at least we would enjoy um, and we're going to have fun with. But, you know, you always kind of go, I don't know. We'll see what the uh, audience wants to do. And uh, when we opened, it was maybe, I'd say maybe at most six people oh, wow. when the doors opened. And, you know, a couple people came up from San Diego and, oh, yeah, we were all excited. And we thought, hey, great, somebody came when we opened. And then when we opened at Orlando's at the Poly, it was um, people were coming days in advance. Yeah. And we would have to go, no, we're not opening today. You know, and they didn't want to believe you and they wanted to stick around. And I remember having to go out and buy Dole Whips for everybody to bribe them to get them to go away. Because I'm like, <laughs> seriously, we're not opening today. You're just wasting your time and you're blocking the hallway. Just yeah. trust me on this. <laughs> um but then on the morning when we finally did open, it was, you know, down around the block, around the marina, through the through the buildings, around the towers, down towards the luau. And it was like, oh, my God. Yeah, so it's it's been a very, always been a very entertaining journey with, with Sam. Oh, yeah, especially with the – then now, like, how big the mug releases are, the, the holiday mug yeah. releases. and Yeah. Just <laughs> – it's a little uh it gets a little crazy yeah so, <laughs> so big question obviously what's your go-to drink when you go to trader's hand oh man um i actually don't drink oh okay. so which makes it, which well, makes makes it, it fun and surprising <laughs> to people um which is one of the reasons i say well that's why it looks good it's because i was sober but uh <laughs> but no i i usually actually just get the straight uh, gorilla grog when i go in uh, which is kind of the secret ingredient that's in all of the drinks. Uh-huh. So that's kind of my that's kind of my go-to. Uh, and then every once in a while, one of the bartenders will make me something special or crazy or something fun because yeah, they all, for the most part, or at least they used to. A lot of new, a lot of new blood uh, here in Orlando. But uh, yeah, they they know I don't drink, so but they they still keep me uh, keep me refreshed. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm a 
I'm a Krakatoa guy, but uh, I remember when yeah. I took my niece in there before she, you know, before she was 21, and uh, you know, she was like, "Ooh," she was happy that she can order, you know, a specialty <laughs> drink that was non-alcoholic. I think she got the Schweitzer Falls or okay, something. yeah, and so that was and that was really good. So yeah, I was always uh, definitely proud of my non-alcoholic. Uh, yeah, I was like, "We got to have that in there," you know. People are going to want that uh, non-alcoholic stuff, myself included. So yeah, no, that was. We always knew we wanted to do something because, again, it's you know you had to have that in there because it's it's Disneyland. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's awesome. And um, like I mentioned before, uh, this this uh, interview is going to be part of our big uh, Tiki Room 55th anniversary episode at Disneyland. So I just want to know if you had any favorite particular memories or a favorite moment or part of the show. Oh man, yeah. I uh, I always regret that I didn't have more shifts working at the Tiki Room. I had a few, but I was primarily always over at Jungle, and then uh, and then occasionally was was over at at Indiana Jones. But the Tiki Room shifts were always literally magical. I mean, I know that's a that's a word that Disney throws around on everything, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but when it comes to the Tiki Room, it's like the one word I use because it's true is and and my favorite memories of working there was just watching everybody's reactions because no matter what no matter how many times you've seen it it's always kind of like it's the first you know it always just sucks you in and you just become enthralled in the color and the music and the and the surroundings and then just watching every little kid's face when they when they see it you know for the first time and and still always makes me laugh and of course obviously that's how life works but it always <laughs> makes me laugh that there's first timers you know to these attractions that have been around so long but obviously that's that's how it works but uh but yeah no it's always just watching everybody's reactions and watching the faces of the the little ones it was always my favorite favorite part of working in there oh that's cool and yeah i always tell people too it's like if if you're walking by you don't want to go in but you see that there's a big crowd in the the garden area i'm like go in because the attraction is so much fun when it's packed oh yeah so yeah everybody yeah. gets into yeah. it you and... can get a you can get a busy a busy room it's it's a lot of fun that, oh yeah uh, <laughs> i love that ride so um <laughs> <laughs> or not ride but attraction sorry yeah i, I know that's a bit the, the big no-no but um oh no it every it's all a ride yeah at some point yeah so um you just recently came out with um your uh, this book, uh, the field guide to tiki decorating, which like I've, I've mentioned, I shared it a bunch on our on our page because it's just it's just really awesome, amazing. What inspired you to uh, uh, get get this book out? Uh, it was came out of Trader Sam's because everybody wanted me to do a book based on Sam's and and telling the stories of all the props inside it. Um, because literally, I could tell you a story for every single item that is that is in there, whether it's a story of how I got that piece or the story it tells in our show but obviously I can't do that because that's a Disney <laughs> a Disney sanctioned thing so yeah. I kind of started to think about it and was like well I could I can talk about you know storytelling and and layering and the and kind of the thought process behind what I did without getting myself in trouble um so yeah I just started jotting down ideas and and that's why it's kind of written in a more loose, free thought type of form. I, I know it, it's. Uh, I've had a couple of people email in the, that are always like, you know, if you want me to proofread this, and you're like, no, it, it's 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 a random you know collection of thoughts. It's not a novel. It's not a, <laughs> you know, it doesn't need to be taken that serious. It's it's yeah. <laughs> it's just there for fun. So 
yeah, I started putting that together, and then Tiki Tony I had known for a, a long while, ever since we did the first Trader Sam's, and I <laughs> bought some of his art to put in there. So I roped him into doing our illustrations in the book. And then Typhoon Tommy I work with uh, currently, and and he's kind of a, a whiz when it comes to the aging and the, you know, the processes of making things look better. So he came in and did some uh, tutorials for us, and it just kind of snowballed from there. And before you know it, we're like, hey, this is kind of a fun little fun little book. Oh, yeah. And then the uh, sticker, the art of, of you guys is awesome, too. The Tiki Tony art. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, that turned out really well. And at... Uh, at TikiCon next month, we actually—I I already posted it once—but we did a button set of it's four buttons, and it's all each of us, the three of us, and then the the native. But um, yeah, I mean, it was always meant to be a small pocket size, you know, helpful guide to just kind of maybe point out a few things that you just didn't think of. You know, I mean, it's not a—it's not a book for you know everyone who knows everything, and it certainly isn't a book that's going to tell you the history of Tiki, but it'll. It'll help you out with with some little things that you might have just not yeah not thought of. Yeah, and I, and I love like you said it's it's written. It reminds me of like a like a little like you said a pocket journal that like Indiana Jones would have real quick when he's sketching yeah, out. I mean, that, uh, yeah, I mean it is or... it is in, in truest form a field guide. I mean yeah. it's a it's very it's very flowing. It's very uh, you know hey look for this stuff while you're out there. There's some pages in the back that you can make some notes if you go oh I'm going shopping next week. Let me try to find this you know so. Yeah, it's, it's very much made to, to go on the adventure with you, not be a coffee table book. But then it also looks really good on your shelf, too, because the cover's Oh, really yeah, it's, cool. like, totally, like, really comic booky, and I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And I missed out, like, on the, the initial selling. Then you, you opened up, like, kind of like, yeah, well, we got a little extra ones if you guys... <laughs> so I, well, I jumped... we were trying... Yeah, it was, it was, you know, it wasn't necessarily a sales ploy. It was just kind of like, I didn't know... <laughs> I didn't really know if they were going to sell. Yeah. So it was kind of like, oh, well, you know, okay, I'll make I'll make a couple hundred, and then we'll do that. But then I've also got, like, the Hooky Lao and Tiki Oasis and, like, some other events coming up. So I want to have enough for there. And then, yeah, it just kind of kept going and kept going. And I was like, all right, I'll just order more. So, yeah, just, it, okay, yeah, buy whatever you want, and I'll just make, we'll, we'll order them, no sweat. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it did really, <laughs> it's done really well. I mean, I'm, I'm typing some emails and printing some labels right now for, uh, this weekend's orders that are uh, that are coming in and and yeah so it's it's and it's fun too to see the pictures that are coming back online of people that have made stuff oh, and nice. <laughs> using the techniques in the book and using some of the stuff that we were talking about and going oh you know how's this and it's like that looks great so yeah it's fun to see it come full circle now oh, that's awesome and yeah i'm, I'm definitely because I'm currently in an apartment, so I can't really <laughs> de- decorate as much as I would want to in there. But th- that's coming uh, real soon. So, uh, nice. yeah, that, it's a great book. And I love it. It's 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 really fun, and like you said, it's just it, it's just a fun book. So, <laughs> but um, speaking of TikiCon, uh, I mentioned earlier that uh, I'm originally from Northern California, but I lived in Portland for 15 years. You know, I went to I'd go to the Alibi karaoke, do all that stuff, but. As long as I lived there, I never knew of this convention until I moved back to Sacramento, and it kills me. <laughs> um, so I've been wanting to obviously go back up uh, when I can. I, I probably won't be able to make it to this year's, but um, what uh, what are you expecting, or what do you hope to see, or or can you tell us our listeners like what to expect from like a TikiCon? Yeah, TikiCon's fun. I did it uh, last year was the first year I had done it, and I did a uh, a talk about storytelling through you know design as far as as always telling a story and it's it's kind of 
uses Trader Sam's as an example, obviously, but then goes into some other stuff. And it's just, uh, it's a really fun little little group of people up there. And they've got some great bars in the area, obviously, Alibi and Haley Pele and a lot of great home bars, which I'm excited to see this year. Um, and then this year, Tiki Tony and I are doing a signing. And then I'm doing a second part uh, to the talk I did last year. So last year's is kind of, you know, again, high level overall storytelling and, and kind of the creation of Sam's. And then this year I'm doing a deep dive, we were calling it, into specific items and specific props and telling the story of their origins and then the story that they tell within our story. So that should be a lot of fun, too. But, yeah, no, it's a great it's a great little event. It's uh, it's only a couple of days, but it's a it's a really good group of people up there. Yeah, right there on the river and it's just like, ah, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. When I saw it on Facebook in my like, Portland, I'm like, wait, what? Then I saw it was, oh, 15. Yeah. Like last year was like, or the year before was like 15th anniversary. I'm like, 15. I, I lived up there for 15 years. I never heard of it. <laughs> yeah, you don't uh, you don't really associate uh, Tiki with Portland too often. Yeah, but, it's weird, but uh, <laughs> well, more of the piratey but, kind of background. But hey, it works. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. But if any place needs Tiki bars, it's Oregon. Exactly. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> dreary but I, no i love it we're my wife and i are really excited to go up there again we love it up there so yeah it'll be a lot of fun yeah well you, you guys have fun i can't wait to see the pictures and like I, even though i'm back here in northern california yeah i have, I have a a big heart and love for portland up there so i hope you guys have a, <laughs> have a blast so we'll have some voodoo donuts for you oh yeah exactly <laughs> well <laughs> someone's like oh it's in la now in orlando I'm like, it's not the same <laughs> yeah been to the one in portland uh we have the one here in orlando now which is uh they do a pretty good job they're they're pretty tasty but uh yeah the one in portland's fun yeah so, talk about characters <laughs> yeah um, yeah so uh you, you also just recently came out with your first uh tiki mug design and uh i did yeah you kind of posted a it's a really cool story behind it can, can you let our listeners know what that yeah. is yeah yeah, so I was working on the first Sam's and um, was just kind of flip, you know, starting out and trying to find some cool photos and just inspiration and just things to look at. And I was flipping through old photo albums of my family's photo albums, looking for like candid shots of the Jungle Cruise. You know, oh, do we mm -hmm. take a shot of just the hippo or, you know, just an elephant or something like that? And uh, found a picture of my grandparents um, in front of this large tiki totem and i was like hey wait a second so i made a copy of that and and i tweaked the image a little bit and i it's ended up going into to anaheim into enchanted tiki bar and then i was kind of playing around with the thought of doing a mug and and all of that and it just kind of seemed like a no-brainer as far as a first mug to just kind of try it out and and see if anybody you know if there was interest for a trader brandon mug i guess and uh but yeah just it's it's not perfectly tiki i mean it's a little it's a little slightly cartoony even but um i wanted it to be something special and we're only doing a hundred of them and then from there we'll you know it's not like i have a shortage of <laughs> mug ideas but yeah. uh but the first one you know i wanted i'm like let's do it something really limited and make it special and then make it that that tiki totem that's in the in the photo with them so the uh it turned out really well emily serpico who was on uh face off Mm -hmm. she, she sculpted it for us and uh the shrunken monkey made it and it's it's really a cool mug it's very big it's it's like nine and a half inches tall oh, wow. and it's very narrow it's it's only about i think three and a half inches deep and two inches wide i mean it's literally like this crazy little little totem 
but it still holds like 20 ounces of, of liquid. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, I think we've got maybe 15 or so left right now out of the 75 we put online. And then we're taking the other 25 to Oasis in August. Oh, nice. In San Diego. So yeah, it, look, I, it looks chance. really cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a pretty cool mug. And then obviously, because I can't do anything simple, I've, you know, the, we're designing a box for it as opposed to just a standard boring cardboard box. So we've got that. Um, there'll be a drink recipe in it. There'll be a little card that tells the backstory, and then uh, and then they'll be signed as well. So oh, they'll cool. be uh, they'll be fun. But yeah, those will ship in August. Yeah, oh, man, right around the corner. That's awesome. <laughs> I know. And it's, it's yeah, it's it's up quick. Yeah, and it's a great story. But like I said, you posted it on your Instagram. But yeah, I just wanted you, you to tell that real quick. Cause it is yeah, a cool yeah, story and it's it. fun too because you know not only does it mean something to me, but at the same time, it's kind of like a secret Trader Sam's mug because that image is inside Sam. So it's kind of like a really underground, quiet, uh, in the know uh, Trader Sam's mug. So, oh, yeah. nice! <laughs> Double bonus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, bonus bonus points. Well, that's cool. So, um, now do you have any like? future projects or plans you're able to share or coming up in the near future or <laughs> I, know, I know a lot of things um, are kind of secrety so <laughs> yeah no right now i'm the uh, i'm the prop manager for two lands that we're uh, working on for the new universal theme park that's going to be in beijing in china oh wow so we're working on that uh pretty feverishly here but uh, yeah i'm in charge of two lands for that and kind of just keeping everything on track and we're making a lot of really cool stuff that hasn't been announced or anything like that but we've got uh we're working hard on that so yeah that's that's going and then probably eventually down the road uh moving into volume two on the field guide i put volume one on the cover of the first one just as a joke kind of as a mel brooks history of the world part one uh (laughs) joke but then it kind of made sense because we were like well what about what if we get into um, you know, really carving, and we call it the power tools version. And we were like, well, let's, you know, let's keep this one. So, like, the first one is very much for beginners, and then they'll get more sophisticated as they go. But uh, we already have book two kind of outlined. It's just finding the time to, to put it all together. Well, that's cool. Yeah, I can't wait. It'll be, nice, be a nice little collection going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we've kind of toyed around, too, with, uh, with the covers of kind of telling a story so if you buy all the covers and line them all up then it kind of tells you the story of the the little trader brandon character on the front that book one he obviously stole everything out of the <laughs> from the natives all the tiki things and then yeah the, the story will continue from there so oh that's awesome it should be a, it should be a fun <laughs> little little tie-in as well well that's cool can't wait uh definitely so um yeah like like i said before I, i've been a big uh, fan of you been paying attention to your uh what you know following your your page and just enjoying everything you've been posting um before i let you go uh can you just let our listeners and followers know like where they can find you on social media or website or yeah so on uh on twitter it's just uh my name it's just at brandon cliley which is uh brandon spelled the way it's spelled and then k-l-e-y-l-a for the last name there and then on instagram it's just trader brandon but it's trader and i think it's an underscore and then Brandon on on Instagram and Instagram is primarily the tiki stuff and and all the the stuff that I'm working on now and then the Twitter account is kind of just random thoughts but uh, I was having lunch with a friend today that uh, has a 
pretty big Twitter account and, and a lot of that stuff. And we were laughing at how they're, they really are a full-time job. And once you get, like, I was really busy on Twitter and then I started the Instagram page and now I hardly do anything on Twitter because, yeah, it takes too much time to, to do them all. But, uh, yeah, it's a full-time job. But the Instagram is the the busiest of the of the social media yeah and they just added the igtv feature now so it's yeah like, man. yeah i don't like <laughs> i don't like the color of it up in the corner because usually in that corner if you had a, a direct message it would light up like orange yeah and now you know and now that tv's up there and it's always orange so i always think i have a message and it kind of drives me crazy <laughs> but uh but yeah there's that and then the website is just uh www.traderbrandon.com which is where you can order your books and mugs and we have some uh tiki tony design t-shirts on there right now um which are actually that have the artwork of, of us that you were talking about. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, so those are those are funny and, and silly. And then uh, the button sets will be on there after TikiCon in uh, you know middle middle of July after after TikiCon we'll put the buttons on there. But yeah, well, there's always always something coming up. Well, that's nice. And he uh, he was a former guest on the show, so now I got to go for the 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 three of you guys the trilogy now so. there you go yeah we'll get we'll get Tommy lined up for you awesome that works out so um, <laughs> uh, once again thank you for coming on the show uh, anytime you uh, have anything new or you always got an open door to come back and uh, oh, no, I look great. forward Thanks to seeing what you, I always look forward to seeing what you got coming up so um, there's always something I'm, oh yeah I, I look I look as forward to it as you do because yeah it's like oh what do we want to do today yeah <laughs> awesome and and once again have fun in Portland. Uh, it's just, I know it's going to be a blast up there. <laughs> Definitely will. All right. Uh, so uh, once again, uh, uh, thanks for coming to the show. <laughs> hey, you got it. All right. That that was a lot of fun. So, uh, man, uh, I, I I wish I was in Portland uh, when he's going to be up there for TikiCon. That that's so uh, so exciting. And now that you know, I, I'm I'm sure you're pretty excited about finally going to Trader Sam's in September. <laughs> um. Yeah. I probably. Well, I don't know if I can. How do you have to be twenty one to get in? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Then cool. Yeah, I will be there probably. Or if not, I'm sure you will be taking me there a lot in August. <laughs> Next yeah. August for D twenty three. Definitely. And uh, we'll, we'll we'll even find a couple of tiki bars in uh, uh Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. So here we go. Let Let's uh. <laughs> Get ready for the show. Here's uh, our talk on Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Vahini Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, come with us to a world of joyous songs and wondrous miracles. Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. So, uh, this year, uh, June 23rd, yeah, uh, June 23rd, 1963, uh, Walt Disney opened um, the Enchanted Tiki Room in Adventureland at Disneyland, and uh, man, <laughs> 55 years later, this this is still one of my, well, I haven't been going for 55 years, but uh, this is one of my go-to attractions every visit. Um, at Disneyland, and uh, I could do this maybe. I, I do it at least a couple times every visit. Um, 
I don't know. Uh, before we get to any memories or stuff, uh, what what are, what are your thoughts on the attraction? Uh, it's awesome. It's like I go. I probably go like once each trip, uh, unless it's getting really too hot outside. Um, but yeah, I always I always go. Um, I know you're a really really key fan, so you're excited about this. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's awesome. Have they changed at all in the past fifty five years? Um, they've changed you know? a little bit, and basically they've uh, they've gotten rid of uh, one song, which isn't really a song. It's just um, uh, you guys will hear it because I'll be playing. This this show is going to end with the entire uh, audio track for the Tiki Room, so there's a little uh, bonus surprise there for you guys at the end. But um, yeah, it's just a song where one of the birds is just whistling, and it, and then it's before the Let's All Sing Like the Birdie Sing song. So mm-hmm. they just cut cut that out to make it shorter, uh, but it hasn't really hmm. it hasn't gone through any major changes. Unlike the one in Florida went at the was the early and mid two thousands. I think I told you about this one, but it was we went there and it was called the Tiki Room under new management, and it was featuring Iago and Zazu, which was you know kind of cool because. <laughs> The Tiki Room was kind of losing its little oomph for a couple years, I'll, I'll say. So uh, at Disney World, they went ahead and updated it, and it went down in flames. Literally, <laughs> didn't you, you didn't catch on fire at one time, or I think that yeah. Inside, and then or... the, I, there's a video out there you can watch, and it's on fire. But I think it's Zazu. I think um, is still singing. And like moving, his animatronics moving while on fire. Oh, that's and awesome! It's very unsettling, but yeah, you should check that out. <laughs> they must have the gods must have been angered by all the celebrating, I guess. <laughs> nice. Boom. So, um, yeah, so I, I saw that once and it was cool, but then I realized I'm like, no, nah, I didn't like it. And there was rumors they were actually going to do that to Disneyland, uh, bring it, bring that version to. But then uh, they were getting ready for the 50th anniversary. So they were a uh, lot, lot of old attractions were getting new updates, but like certain ones were getting, I'm not, I'm not, not, not an update, but they were getting like, you know, an opening day original, like Peter Pan, you know, they have the golden pirate ship or there's a golden uh, um, Dumbo. So the Tiki Room at, for the longest time was just called, the Tiki Room or Enchanted Tiki Room but for the 50th anniversary of Disneyland they actually renamed it to Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room and, and they decided just to leave it and that made everybody all happy and everything but oh man mm-hmm. uh, yeah th- I mean this like I, I'm kind of going back to like the history like when they built this uh, this was originally supposed to be a restaurant I don't know if you knew that um, they wanted kind of like a Polynesian style yeah the, it was supposed to be the yeah, there's that one documentary um, with Walt that, like, uh, I forget what it's called, but yeah, it's like going on about how it's uh, supposed to be, it was supposed to be a restaurant, which would have been cool, but this is better. Oh, yeah, and that's when they started building the building. I mean, that's why there's, if you didn't know about this, but there's a bathroom in the attraction, uh, one of the only Disney attractions that has its own bathroom. So I kind of jokingly like, oh, I got to go, you know, because... I'm weird like that, but <laughs> um, is, is there any other, is there any uh, 
any favorite memories you have from this at all or anything that stands out? Um, no, not, not really any memories. Um, but I just, it's fun every time. And make sure you, you go a little early and watch the pre-show outside. Oh, yeah. Because that's part of the show as well, which is an also part of the show. And some Dole Whip lines on the other side. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's a lot. A little secret. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> a lot but yeah, no, less. the outside show is just as fun. Yeah, it was the pre-show is just as fun as the main show, so make sure you watch that too. Yeah, um, I, th- I, uh, I just want to dole whip. Um, <laughs> and it was so hot in my room, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I want dole whip." Yeah, I, I got so many memories uh, going over this over the years, but I would say the one of the ones that sticks out the most it was me, my sister, my niece, and my cousin and her two daughters. Uh, we're on, and it was probably the first time that uh, I was on the attraction where Tiki Maynard did his uh, spiel. And um, if you guys have never seen Tiki Maynard, uh, you are missing out. Um, look up YouTube. Here, here, here here's, here's his, I'm going to play right now. Here's uh, what you. Here's a little bit of Tiki Maynard that you get. Welcome, bird lovers, to Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki World. Brought to you by our friends at Dole. Now we do allow munchy munchy, and we do allow drinky drinky. However, as far as little plastic cup, fork, knife, spoon, little napkin, greet these things. At the end of the show, please take them with you. Through the enchanted Tiki exit doorway across the way. Outside you find Tiki Trashdown. Now, if you insert these items into it, you will send them on a journey to the land called Phil. <laughs> now remember, no flushy flushy from camera, no ringy dingy from cell phone, and most certainly no smoky smoky, okie dokie. <laughs> And if you need to leave during the show, well, I have no idea why you would want to. But if you need to, please go through and chat the tiki exit away. Oh, go away. Now, during the show, the door will be closed. And so, as you approach it, you may say to yourself, You know, I have no idea how to get out of this place. Well, let me give you a tip. If you push against the door, something magical will happen. You will find yourself... Outside. We will miss you. Oh, yes, yes, of course, yes. But these things happen. Okay. Now, please prepare yourself and your family for the happy feeling. Wow. Thank you for the clapping action. You just put smile on Tiki in our face. See? Feels good too. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> dude is amazing. He's all over the parks. Like you'll see him at um, uh, great moments of Mr. Lincoln or even the Haunted Mansion. But oh yeah, I think I've seen him at Mansion. Yeah, I think I've like seen him in person at Mansion. And he, um, we were walking up. Um, I'm pretty sure this was him, or maybe somewhere else. But I'm pretty sure it was him. While it was like later at night when you can just walk up the steps at the very front and there's no line and he was hiding behind one of the like the pillars jumped out scared me oh, it yeah. was I'm pretty sure it was yeah I don't I'm pretty sure that was him so yeah that was fun 
Wait, he's an awesome guy. Yeah, and actually, when I was there a few months ago, because we had the show planned out for like for a couple months, I'm like, I need to get video or just a quick little soundbite from Tiki Maynard. And he was actually, because every time I've gone, he hasn't been at the Tiki Room. So I've been kind of bummed. But uh, we saw him this time. But there was like a line of like 10 people trying to get his autograph. So I was like, man. <laughs> and we were headed to one of our, uh, we had a Max Pass for, I think, Mansion or something. So <sighs> quitting. I'll get that next time. But yeah, so cool. Uh, love that guy. Um, we also asked you guys what you if you had any favorite memories or anything that stood out. So um, we got first. I'll read some comments we got in the Disney twenty four seven group on Facebook. Uh, basically, I asked oh, where to go. Oh yeah, I just asked people to share their some of their favorite moments or you know their their memories or whatever they like the most about the ride or not the ride but attraction. You guys know what I'm talking about. But uh, Lori. Uh, she wrote, I think I've been on there only two times in my life. I couldn't do it any more than that. Lori. <laughs> that surprised I, I, I can't believe. Uh, this is my friend Lori. Uh, she runs uh, Disney 24-7. And I, I can't believe she doesn't like this attraction. So <laughs> That was heartbreaking. Uh, but uh, Cindy, kid, she uh, commented her favorite thing about this attraction is... The air conditioning, which it is very hard to argue with that. <laughs> yep. I mean, especially, especially on a hot summer day. Yeah, and when you can add a Dole Whip or pineapple juice to oh. that air conditioning. Uh, or a Dole Whip float and get both. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, Lisa uh, commented, it's definitely our go-to spot on a hot day, and when we need a little break, you can never get tired of the Tiki 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 room and a couple uh, hard-eyed emojis. So, totally mm-hmm. agree. Uh, Debbie, she wrote, My favorite memory is going inside on a ridiculous hot day with my sister to cool off. Because, sorry, but the tea room just doesn't do it for us. <laughs> we'd finally had enough and decided once the lights went down again, we'd make a dash for the door and sneak out. Well, we had forgotten that it's quite bright outside, and the minute we pushed the door open, the entire room lit up. <laughs> we couldn't get out fast enough. That's funny. <laughs> And again, why is everyone why is everyone hating all that? I don't know. I I was surprised. I was like, uh, that's too funny. That is a kind of funny story. That's what you get for for hating. Yeah, that's what you get. <laughs> uh, Jennifer comments, singing along, uh, singing along at age fifteen and having children and adults look at me like I was crazy for knowing all the words. Then later, around twenty three, she says. Taking my three-year-old who knew all the words and watching him sing it and the kids and adults looking at him like he was crazy for knowing all the words. <laughs> she wrote, proud AF. And we know what that <laughs> means, but we're not going to say. <laughs> and Pamela, a final comment on uh, this uh, Disney 24-7 post. It's nap time room. The melodies of darkness, the air conditioning. Left back corner. Uh, yes, kids singing along. <laughs> Mom adds a bass with a little Z's. <laughs> I guess uh, she snores while her kids are singing. So, uh, these people, you guys are funny. <laughs> but, but thanks for commenting, though. <laughs> but, yeah, we, I, yeah, thanks for the comment. We love it. We appreciate it. Um, and we, yeah. we got also comments on our Instagram page, but um, let's see. Uh, I, I, if they were to change anything, 
uh, would you would you welcome an update or would you want to keep it an old you know kind of like retro? Like if they yeah, were to keep update it, it no to need like... to change it. Okay, I agree. Yeah, <coughs> well, like in I think it's Japan they have Stitch. Oh really? Um, and I just saw a video from yeah it was um, Sarah Sterling and um, oh Leo I forget who else went yeah Leo Your went um, right? I saw their video and. It was like it was cool, but I'm like, oh, I'm happy that ours is just the normal. Yeah, they had like a stitch in the middle, like come out of like the flower bed, and it was just like it looked kind of off. That's weird. And they saw the birds and everything. Yeah, it's like everything with stitch. Huh. Yeah. And, so... Like this weird stitch voice, so it's just like ah, uh, yeah, no, I <laughs> just keep it the same way. Huh. Yeah, because that, that's how that one in Florida was. Is and they started off singing, then Iago sang. Then they sang newer songs. Then the Tiki Goddess came up, and because she was angered by the celebrating, but she actually popped up from the middle. Then all the Tiki started singing in the still of the night. That's all I remember. It was weird, but apparently oh. that that Tiki Goddess uh, pop. She's like, I think the uh, uh, Oa drink at Trader Sam's, but in Florida, uh, she pop. She like comes to life at that Trader Sam's because they moved her over there. So that's pretty cool. Cool. And, uh, That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Trader Sam's, they just they just uh, added some new uh, tiki mugs. I don't know if you if you saw that or if you got, I, if you noticed. I I kind of pay attention to some of the Trader Sam news, but um, so one of their most popular drink is called the Oa, and it's, it's a big drink. It's a it's a shareable drink. So they changed the uh, the bowl or the mug, and it actually has the uh, tiki room drummers like on the side. So that's kind of cool. Then they added a new, cool. yeah. Then another new mug, which is I think it's called like the Piranha Bite or something. So it's just a Piranha, but hey, new new drinks to try out. So <laughs> oh, yeah, I've man. never been to T- Trader Sam, so I'm sure when we go to D23, you'll get me over there. Yeah, we might record from there. How's that? <laughs> um, oh, that would be cool. Oh yeah. Oh, one of my favorite things that I forgot to mention. I've, I've mentioned it before, but. Uh, one thing I, I really love doing when I'm at Disneyland is kind of having uh, what, what I call Walt moments. And it's just, I like standing where there's known places where like, hey, Walt stood there. Walt sat there. And so there's yeah, there's awesome. pictures of him. All the, and It's actually the picture uh, I posted for the um, show is uh, him standing right under Jose. And so I always kind of, when I'm there, I'll take my time leaving leaving the room and kind of stand there for a little bit and just waltzed it here so kind of a nerd moment but it's okay no that's cool I think a lot of people do that they find spots that waltz been so yeah I've done that a few times so it's pretty cool yeah and it, it's hard not to do it when you're at Disneyland because there's just so many places especially around Main Street and uh, Fantasyland it's just like you know it is Walt Disney's park mm-hmm. so that's one of the magic yeah. magical parts of that um, some of the comments we got on our Instagram, same post, just different um, social media. Uh, Mental Madness. See, see, we got love for the attraction on Instagram. We got hate on Facebook. So <laughs> this is why we, we post more on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. But, so, uh, let's see. Uh, Mental Madness wrote, The awe I felt the first time I went as a little kid was enchanting. And also the first time I took my own kids, seeing them scared when a thunderstorm happens was just like, ugh. <laughs> so, because uh, uh, I, I read I read that wrong, I got I kind of got ahead of myself. But 
uh, basically he was scared when he was a kid. So seeing his kids scared at the thunder, which I think every kid got scared when the thunder uh, rolls at the end. So um, yeah, thanks for that comment. That was great. Um, Jerica training, Jerica dot training dot academy uh, wrote my first time in the tiki room as an adult. I thought thought I had never been there as a kid, but then I remembered all the words, parts, and was immediately taken back. So that's really cool uh, when that happens. That, that happened to me, I think, one time on, on a different attraction where it's like, I've never been on this, and you get on it as an adult. It's like, oh, wait, yeah, I have been there. So that was pretty cool. And one more. This is from Jules Renwick 18. She goes, okay, so I never even knew what was going on in there or anything about it. I took my mom to I took my mom to Disneyland in 09 and she was like, we have to go. Uh, so we went into the room and I saw the show. My mom lit up. Memories came flowing back to her from her childhood. Literally one of my favorite experiences. And that, you know, that's awesome when you see your parent, you go on to something with your parents, you see their eyes light up because their memories are kicking in. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Love that. So, <laughs> but yeah, thanks everybody for your comments. Um, Thank you. Oh yeah, we love it. We we got a lot of interaction um, for on the Tiki Room. So, uh, bef- before we kind of get towards the end of this, uh, any, is there any favorite songs you have or f- favorite moment, like uh, favorite part of the show, other than like the uh, pre-show? Um, I think the when the thunder and then the the drums start, that's my favorite part. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, my, my favorite part. I, I take your favorite part. It, it's it's around there. It, it's just the mellowness of the uh, the the luau part where the flowers are singing. Then you hear the the tiki's singing the what it's called the yeah. the war chant. Then it kind of picks oh, up yeah. the da 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 da. I don't know. I'm not going to sing it. I'm just going to da 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 da. I don't know. I, I love that whole part. Then yeah, with the tiki drums. <laughs> well, go you guys up. can listen to it in a couple minutes. Yeah, exactly. It sounds. You know what? The attraction yeah. sounds better than than how I sound. So, um, yeah, I I love I love this. Don't um, say that. What was that? Oh, okay. oh no! I was saying that you sound better than the attraction. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and of course, yeah. the way it ends, they make everybody disappear. That's just. <laughs> That, I love that part. We've, I use that at the end of uh, one of our past shows. Uh, imagine the special magic trick, trick at the end. So, um, yeah, once again, uh, I mean, I, I tried to get more into the history, but I don't know. I didn't want to make it sound like I was just, like, reading and giving a book report. So, I mean, it's been around for 55 years. It's inspired parts of, like, Trader Sam's and this ticky day at the park that we're going to hear about and and it seems like even outside the parks like the tiki culture is is getting even bigger than, than it has the last couple of years and a lot of that you know people grow up to the tiki room and the retroness of the sickness you know, this whole thing from the 60s and so like a lot of the tiki culture is this old like 60s retro vibe and I don't know I think that's what got me into the uh, being being really big into the tiki culture and tiki bars and was this attraction and um yeah, I, so uh, I can't talk enough about this. I would be heartbroken if they ever like updated it or 
completely changed it. <laughs> yeah. But I think the one at Disneyland. Yeah, I don't think they. Yeah. Yeah, that one's good. To, the, the Disneyland one's going to be good to stay. Yeah, it'll be forever. Like, and, and one thing I forgot to mention, but a lot of people know that this was, uh, you know, the first real, the first attraction that had like an, uh, audio animatronics. And, and people really thought that these birds are real <laughs> back in the 60s. That's why it didn't become a restaurant because they thought these real birds were going to poop on their food. That's what uh, one of, <laughs> I, I forget which uh, Imagineer mentioned, but he's like, yeah, it's going to scare people. So, so that's why they got the. That's uh, very funny. Yeah, so that's why they got the Tahitian Terrace, which you know currently is being rethemed into the. Uh, well, it was Aladdin's Oasis, but it's currently being rethemed into the uh, Tropical Hideaway. So, we'll see uh, exactly how much tie-ins to the attraction it'll have. They are going to have like a Barker Bird, from what it looked like. Which, if you mm-hmm. know the history, he was one of the original tikis that hung up on the sign of Adventureland. <clears throat> back in the the olden days, but yeah, let, let us know what you thought, um, what you think about the Tiki Room. Uh, did have you seen? The, did you see the one in Florida, or have you seen the Stitch one? Um, let us know. All right, so yeah, uh, that that might have seemed a little unorganized, but that's how we do stuff because my brain's all over the place. <laughs> but you know, we love the Tiki Room, so that's uh, how we get those five stars, Joey. Exactly, you know. We're, we're we're just being ourselves, so yeah, we'll we'll take it. Um, but here's here's a quick little message from our friends at Leaving Today Podcast. Hey, Disney Universe Podcast. This is Mark from the LTP, and I am here with Jess and Udi. Hello. Hey. And we are going to share some quick thoughts about the Tiki Room. Um, of course, when you call it that, you have to call it Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Call it right, yeah. And the reason behind that was because uh, when he originally pitched this idea to Disney Imagineering, they didn't think it was going to be successful. So he financed it with his own money. Henceforth, he wanted to put his name on it. So please refer to it as the Walt Disney's <laughs> Enchanted Tiki Room. Um I don't have a whole lot of wonderful things to say about it because it's, you know, uh, I know my girls don't don't like it, and so we just often bypass it. Um, but I know it's one of those really iconic things that you should be doing. Um, but I think Udi might like it. Yeah, no, I really do like it. Um, it's one of the things that I was dragged to as a kid, and then maybe as a kid um, I didn't fully appreciate it. I mean, you have to understand a little bit of the history of the Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room with the animatronics and the introduction of that and then how much work it went into getting that whole thing done. I think now looking back at it um, and looking at it through an adult eye that it's very, it's very, it's just fun. It's just fun. You can go in there and I have said it before, uh, my mom would take us in there and she loves it and continues to love it. So, yeah, Enchanted Tiki Room, Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room, sorry. Because um, I, I didn't know what you were talking about. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, has always had kind of a little special place in my heart because it, it has nostalgia to attach to it, and just it's always great. It was always fun. Um, I, you know, the drums going, the birds singing, the flowers start, and then everything going on. So just just a good t- the flowers good, bloom. Yeah, that's right. The, it's just a good old time. Yeah. Dole Whip. <laughs> yeah. Of course she goes to Dole Whip. Well, yeah, because it's different. You get it, and then you go sit inside and you eat it. It's different than just getting it outside of the, like, the outside of the queue and walking around the park with it. It's just, it's different. You yep. go in and you eat it, and you eat it in there. Um, but I love the queue. Yes. It's the show, 
the pre-show mm-hmm. <laughs> to say um, I love all the tiki's and I love how they each tell their story because mm-hmm. a lot of kids don't know about that kind of stuff yep. and they don't know you know so it, it's really neat and it's not interactive per se but it is because you get, it's immersive you're right there yeah you're, you're right, right there, there. Yeah. so those yeah. would be my favorite things about it yeah and it, it definitely ties in the whole adventure land together mm-hmm. and especially with the new tropical hideaway coming in it's mm-hmm. going to be something very cool to go check out yeah so yeah that's our thoughts on Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room yep go do it yeah always Hey, Mark, one question. Yes, ma'am. Better at night or day? <laughs> oh, it's better at night. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, thanks, you, uh, Disney Universe. Yep. Yep, thanks for thinking about us. Yep. Bye. All right, so thanks, LTP crew, for that great message. Uh, you guys go check out their show, uh, Leaving Today Podcast. Um, great show. Uh, uh, those are uh, really awesome people, so good friends. People we are proud to call friends here. So uh, definitely check them out. And uh, now is our interview with Natalie, one of the organizers of the Tiki Day at the Park event happening at Disneyland in September. So uh, hope you enjoy. Okay, so now we're we're here, and uh, one of the big parts of our uh, Tiki Room episode is uh, we're uh, talking to one of the one of the organizers of an upcoming event at Disneyland. And I believe there's one at Disney World too, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> but it's uh, Tiki Days at the park, um, and that's happening on uh, in September. So with me is Natalie, like I said, one of the uh, organi- or- organizers of that event. Uh, how you doing, Natalie? Welcome to the uh, Disney Universe. I'm great, thank you so much. I'm actually super excited to be on the show. Yeah, and, I'm, and to help celebrate Tiki Day, I help celebrate the Enchanted Tiki Room's uh, anniversary. Yeah, it was, it was it's perfect timing. So yeah, this, this is going to be a pretty big show, and uh, I'll ask you some of your favorite parts of the ride. But um, can you tell us uh, a little bit, maybe some about the history of the uh, Tiki Day at the park event? Sure. Actually, this was a brainchild of there's three of us. There's Suzanne, Angie, and myself. This actually started in San Diego, of all places, not in Anaheim, where (laughs) Disneyland is. Uh, It was an Easter weekend in 2012, and I was visiting some really good friends of mine. We're all into Tiki. We're all really like Disney fanatics, and we... It was just an Easter. My family didn't get together, so I'm having breakfast with them down at Rutherford's, which is a cool diner if you're ever on El Cajon in San Diego. It's a 1949's diner, which is like kind of the perfect place for all of this to come forth. But the gals were like, hey, so you're such an avid Disney fan. You know, we're all into Tiki, blah, blah, blah. We were talking about it's funny how a lot of us in the Tiki scene like own annual passes, but we never get together at Disneyland together. And she's like, it would be the coolest thing if we all showed up, all tiki'd out and like kind of took over the park. And I was like, yeah, exactly. Why has this never (laughs) happened? And so right then and there, we're just like, okay, we got to make this happen. We got to get this together. We just got to do this. And this was, you figure, so I don't remember if Easter fell on in April or March that year, but from then to like that, September in 2012 we made Tiki Day at the park happen and also I just want to say it is an unofficial day at Disneyland we're in no way shape or form like work for Disney or you know in any way shape or form this is like total separate entity they're just super gracious and accommodate us because we went from I believe the first year was about 75 people which 
completely shocked. I thought I was going to be like 20, 20 of my really good friends, you know, that were like taking pity on me because of this idea. But we actually had a, a huge turnout for me at 75 people. And then um, now returning, I think last year we we're at 750. Wow. That's I think awesome. was the last count. Yeah, which is really cool. But now Disney just, they know we're coming. We send the flyer to like relations there at Disney because we know it's hundreds of people, you know, getting on rides, mucking up lines and stuff like that. And we send it to Trader Sam's because we do do a meet and greet at like seven o'clock. And it's kind of a little crazy because we get people who don't go to the park that day and just come to drinks and mingle and stuff like that. And Disney is really, really cool to let us do this and uh, just accommodate us in any way, which is really awesome. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds really cool. Um, yeah, because uh, so I, I think you said well, this year is going to be your seventh uh, year doing it or is that? Yeah, seventh. Oh, okay. I believe so. Seventh year. That's, yeah. that's crazy. I was like, no, no, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I've been a I've been an annual pass holder for you know, you know on and off for you know five or six years, and I saw you guys as flyer like or the the post on Instagram last year. I was like, how have I never? I, how I have I I never heard of this because I've you know you see Dapper Day and all that, and I you know I that's not my thing. <laughs> I, I don't like understood. I don't like dressing up, but then when I saw Tiki Day, I'm like, oh, that's totally me. Uh, I, I love Tiki bars. I love the Tiki scene. So I'm like, I gotta make it to this. So <clears throat> uh, unfortunately, I didn't make it last year, but I, I am planning on making it to this year. So uh, mm-hmm. you, you will see me there. But um, so what uh, typically like kind of uh, happens during these kind of events? Like uh, what, what what do what do you guys have planned usually? Okay, well, since you brought up Dapper Day, which I actually do go to when I'm available, and that's a really cool event that I do enjoy, but I totally understand if it's not everybody's vibe. But um, they're, like, it's, like, very inclusive. They have a huge expo and stuff like that. And for us, we didn't want this monster where we had to work on this basically 364 days a year and then 365 be actually doing Tiki Day. We wanted to take that whole Ohana and like Tiki vibe for this and just have it where it's like, cool, you can meet up with us at these times. And then if you don't, it's no big deal. Like we wanted, we just wanted that. And we wanted that vibe where you can just wander around Disneyland, see other people and like really cool, like Hawaiian shirts and crazy outfits. And like, we have a gentleman that wears always crazy parrots in his hat, you know, and just see those people and be like, happy Tiki day, you know, that's more what we wanted. Um, So we didn't do like, because I know that sometimes, like Bats Day, they oh, meet up here, meet up here. And it's, I've done Bats Day too for years and years and years. And it's very like you feel rushed and you have yeah. to do these things, you know, and that kind of thing. And we wanted it a little more like relaxed and chill and just kind of go with the flow. And if you want to do this, cool. If not, um, so we start off at 1.15 sharp. We meet in front of the castle and we take a picture. So we get cram as many people as we do, can in there. We take a photo of everyone, and then um, I actually have a photographer that joined our crew the first year, and she's been with us every year, Lisa, who takes just photos throughout the entire event, and she has a good camera. She takes a giant group photo, and then from there, we walk on to Jungle Cruise. So I'm sure you've seen the pictures, and they're available on our Facebook, which is just Tiki Day at the Park, and you can look at every single year and see all the crazy photos and the outfits then we all run the, ride the Jungle Cruise, and it's pretty amazing seeing an entire boat just filled with tiki. 
boat after boat after boat and then the line we jam up and it's all the way upstairs and everything is just like tiki just like exploded everywhere which is really really cool so we do that and that's right after the photo from there um then it's kind of do what you want we meet up at three o'clock we all ride the mark twain and so that's kind of a hoot um the last couple of years we started taking pictures outside the boat <laughs> and it's surreal seeing it as somebody who's not following the event and just seeing the Mark Twain with all these tiki Hawaiian <laughs> shirts just floating by and waving and like screaming and having a good time. Um, and then 4.45, we do a second photo because I know tiki, we don't always get up early or make it on time because we're all on island time. So we yeah. do a second photo <laughs> at 4.45. And then by the time that's over and done with, we get in line to go into the tiki room which that was our main focus of everything. Um, a couple of years, we've had Maynard oh, go yeah. ahead and <laughs> introduce for Tiki Day, which oh, that's like that's like the gem treat right there. Yeah, um, yeah. he's awesome. <laughs> so I'm hoping he always tries to request, but sometimes that doesn't always happen. So I'm hoping this year we'll get him again because it's been two years since we've had him. Um, we do the Enchanted Tiki Room, and then as everyone's exiting, we actually are now up to two. So wow. before we just barely filled the room, now we overfill the room and we're about, we do about two, two shows. And then right when you come out, we actually take photos, which I like to call tiki prom photos. And <laughs> you can take photos with the people you came with, group photos, you know, singles, stuff like that. And we post everything and everybody looks really great with that background with the palm fronds. Right now it's all that fence because they're redoing that. So actually, I may have to, we might just move it over a smidge to the other side of the exit when you come out, because usually it's on the left, we might have to move it to the right, mm -hmm. just so you can have that great background of the Enchanted Tiki Room. And then from there, the day is yours. Uh, you can come to Trader Sam's early at seven o'clock. We all make sure we show our face and, you know, just drink with everyone and talk with everyone. Um, especially for us, because I'm running around all day, you know, just like saying hi, getting photos, you know, making sure that, you know, if I have to talk to cast members and be like, hey, so the line's really long. Can you open it up a little, the queue up a little bit, you know, just trying to help congestion so that we're not a bother to them um, and just make sure everything runs smoothly. I am the person that you hear. I will agree <laughs> when we do photos. I like to say I'm the Tiki Day cheerleader because I'm just like yelling and screaming and welcome people and all that other good stuff and then we do trader sam's and just we drink and we eat and we just have a great time and every year like everybody says they had a wonderful time and i know that means that we hit it on the head that's awesome yeah sound, that's what you sound just perfect just chill still enjoying the park <laughs> so yeah that, that's so cool um now just wondering because i know a lot of a lot of and especially in the disney tiki community there's a lot of artists uh you know crafts um I don't say craftspeople, but I guess that's what I do want to say. But um, so, do do they come and do they have like any special like I don't know, like maybe like a T-shirt or a pin or you know, a little keepsake um, for the events? Start, or? We started doing buttons. So buttons started about two years ago, um, and usually it's art taken from our flyer. So like last year, it was buttons from Miss Fluff who did our uh, who did our uh, flyer last year. 
And so I have little buttons of her, some of her little characters on those. And we did do those as giveaways. Um, and a lot of the other just artists in the Tiki community, they'll, they'll message us and be like, hey, you know, do you mind if we do something towards the event? And then they offer us uh, freebies of the stuff that they made and we do giveaways. Oh, very so cool. that's kind of like the other thing we'll do, like either it'll be like a quiz online and then you have to find me at the park or um, whenever I happen to get a keep, keep, usually I try to keep it quiz. Otherwise, if I get something beforehand, we'll do something online and then we'll send it to you. So, I mean, I've had different artists do, do that for us. Like, Tiki Al, he usually makes a pendant for every year, which is super cool. So this will be pendant number seven. Oh, nice. Um, this is not a giveaway. Well, we did do actually a contest. Like, let me take that back. <laughs> so Tiki Diablo just started doing our mugs on year five for us. And so we do offer a mug starting uh, two years ago. So it'll be offered again. I don't know if you saw that or if on Instagram, he did a thing where he put a couple of different draw ups and was like which one do you want to see this year for tiki day and so everybody yeah i did see that on there so. Got to vote. <laughs> yeah so you got to vote for your mug which was super cool all the like drawings that he showed me i was like um can i have these all <laughs> <laughs> exactly because <laughs> he's just he's just so amazing um so we did that so they he will he should be putting that up for sale soon and he'll just leave it open for sale and then this year he's pushing the deadline that will have mug in hand so if you want to bring your mug to Trader Sam's, you can drink in your Tiki Day mug at the Tiki Day meetup, which will be really, really cool this year. But I mean, Bosco's giving me freebies, match accessories. Uh, they've almost every year, they've done a special D for Tiki Day and they've given me a couple of Ds to give away. And so we've done giveaways with match accessories and then you can order those online and and have them there for the day of the event and wear your D, which is really cool. Yeah, I love sure those. I just... Those look amazing. Everything I've seen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every year they've been really, really good. So I'm super excited about seeing what's going to be for this year. I just actually spoke to them um, about a couple of weeks ago, and they were like, hey, can we do it again? And I was like, of course, of course. I love their stuff. So they're working on something right now. So hopefully soon we'll see what's going to be the the big thing for this year. Very cool. And uh, since, since this episode is kind of like our, you know, tribute celebration to the Tiki Room, uh, do you have any personal, like, favorite memories or, or moments from this attraction from from a kid to now? <laughs> well, for me, which is funny because I, I come from a huge family. We actually only, when I was very small, we used to only could be able to afford to go to Disneyland once a year. Mm -hmm. So, of course, we always try to cram in as much as we wanted. And one of the things that I wanted to do as an annoying little sister is Haunted Mansion, Tiki Room. Like, those were the two big ones for me. And so, as a family, everybody had to go to everybody's favorite ride. My brothers hated it. But me, I would always be there singing as loud as I could. You know, my horrible child voice, you know. But I... <laughs> I, I love it, so I go even now, like even on the 24-hour Disney when it's totally crazy, like I force my friends to go to the Tiki Room. They don't get a choice. <laughs> well, I, I love how it's, so. it's kind of had the, in the last couple of years, almost like a revamp because, you know, there's a couple of years ago it'd go <clears throat> and every time would be pretty empty, but now it's like it. you, you still have the little times where it's not completely full, but then you go in and it's capacity every time and everybody gets into it now. It's so cool. 
Oh. No, it, it, it's cool that the, all of a sudden people are rediscovering their long lost love. I kind of feel like it is, yeah. you know, like sometimes we let those things kind of bug us. But I used to lure my friends and go, hey, it's really hot today. So we should sit in the tiki room in the AC in yeah. the dark <laughs> and enjoy a dull whip and you know just enjoy and they're like oh actually that sounds really good so you know like i'm bribing them and then you know i'm seeing somebody tap along with their foot or maybe start singing along themselves and i'm all uh-huh that's how it happens exactly you just you know you're trying to be too cool for school to say that you don't like tiki room i'm all right your secret's safe with me yeah and i i just love that it's i'm, I'm a i love a lot of the new stuff at the parks but i'm also like i love the history and especially Walt history. So every time I, I was just like standing like right under Jose, you know, like, oh, Walt uh, stood right here or, you know, I like those. Yeah, and parts started the show. Yeah. So I, I just love that little, little bit. But oh yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, I, lo I love, especially like you said when you used to sing when you were a kid. I, I love seeing the kids just like, you know, sing's 55 years now and you see them for the first time and they're still in awe of it. It's so cool. Exactly, because that, that for me, is like anybody can enjoy the Tiki Room because there's the kid in us all. That's why we go to Disneyland. Exactly. And that's, this is one of the things that I do. I go to a lot of concerts, and my boyfriend always asks me, why are, why are you staring at the crowd when the show's on stage? And I said, well, it's not that I'm not enjoying the show. I like to see other people and their reactions and them enjoying the show or somebody being really into something makes it more exciting for me. So after like the Tiki Room starts, I like look around and I see little kids, I see parents, I see teenagers and seeing everybody's face do that light up where like this, they're having fun. Like this is the part that I'm waiting for, you know, that kind of thing. And seeing like that glow of happiness, like that makes me enjoy it that much more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's so awesome, and I, I'm the same way. Just people watch, especially at Disneyland too. But yeah, con that, at concerts, that's a, that's a good one too. Um, before I let you go, very important question: What's your go-to drink at Trader Sam's? Okay, that's got to be a shipwreck. Okay, uh. I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a tiki faux pas right now, which is I do love rum. I'm not saying that I don't. But rum hits me super hard. So if I'm enjoying a rum drink, I'm probably having one and done or two and done. And I can't do, I can't do, can't do it because otherwise I'm not going to remember the rest of the night. So <laughs> I am, I'm a gin and a bourbon drinker. Yeah. And actually one thing that I've noticed about tiki, and I'm also a tequila drinker, that just might be because I'm brown, but um, <laughs> I, those are my favorites. I can drink those all night, you know, that kind of thing. And one thing I'm enjoying about Tiki is they're starting to pull away a little bit from being all rum based where they're doing one or two cocktails that have like bourbon or gin or tequila or mezcal, which I really do enjoy. So my favorite drink there at Trader Sam's, hands down, since they've started, I've tried everything on the menu. I'm actually going to be going back soon because they have a couple of new drinks on there that I got to try. I and I do yeah. try everything. Yeah, the piranha mugs look so, so cool, and the new uh, oh, uh, bowls are just really awesome as well. I got to go pick mine up. Yeah, I love the but, bowl. And uh, I saw, what was the piranhas even like uh, a vodka-based drink? Isn't that right? Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. I believe I believe that's what I heard. I'm not going to say for sure and be quoted absolutely wrong, but I heard <laughs> that it was, which made me more excited because I'm really excited about that mug, and I'm like, great, it's going to be a, not a rum drink, so yeah. maybe I can have one more. <laughs> but, yeah, Shipwreck is a go-to of mine. Hands down, every time I walk in, that's what I want. I want a Shipwreck. 
Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm a Krakatoa guy, but yeah, I do love me a shipwreck too. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, and I got to get a new mug because on, on my drive last time it, it broke, but that's a different story. Oh, so, no. <laughs> but hey, that, you know, that just means I got to get another one. That's okay. I'm okay True. with that. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, well, another thing before, <laughs> before we let you go, uh, one more time, can you just let our listeners know when the event is and if they want any information where they can look it up? Sure. Okay. This year it's going to be Sunday, September 30th. And that first show up, I suggest trying to make yourself be parked at noon. So by the time you take the tram and get in, you have a little time to orient yourself. Unless you're coming for the day, then you'll already be there. Um, so you can go ahead and follow us on Instagram. We're at Tiki Day at the Park. And also on Facebook, you can just search Tiki Day at the Park and we'll also come up. Those will be the two best places for information. You can go ahead and message if you have questions, concerns, comments, that kind of thing. On Instagram, it's usually just me answering. On Facebook, it'll be between like three of us answering, but we usually answer pretty, pretty fast. So there's that. Um, if you want to go ahead and look at our mug, it'll be on our Instagram and on our Facebook as well, but you can also look at Tiki Diablo. That's it's spelled out just like that on Instagram and you can see the cool things that he's doing too which is really cool there I'm basically that's all you need to know uh, all the information on the flyers is there uh, and that's just it come in your Aloha vintage cheeky wear whatever you feel like wearing comfortable shoes and just be prepared to have a great time that's awesome and like I said since this is an event that I'm really looking forward to like I'll be reposting your guys's post too anyways on our site so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this and can't wait to meet you and everybody else involved and uh, finding a new Ohana at Disneyland. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> oh, great. Well, I be, make sure you come up to me and be like, I'm Joey. Well, do. I can be like, oh, my God. <laughs> I might even, I, I, I like I, I like trying to design even shirts for a podcast, so hopefully I might even have a special Tiki Day design for that, for that event. So. <laughs> oh, right on. That'll be awesome. Let us know if you do do that. We will throw up the link on our Facebook page and our Instagram. Will do. Well, Natalie, uh, thanks again for joining us. And uh, anytime you, you need to uh, spread the word around for the event or anything else, uh, you're, you're more than welcome to come back anytime. All right. Great. Thank you so much. So that was fun. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't wait to go to this. I'm, I'm I'm really torn because I I, I want to go to this event so bad, but then I want to go down when you go down like what a week or two later. So we'll we'll see what happens. Guess you gotta do both, Joey. I will try. I will try. So um, th- thanks, Natalie, for coming on the show. Uh, yeah, that th- it sounds so fun. Um, and anytime you, you could get with a group of people, just in a chill mood at Disneyland, like she said, the little happy Ohana just. Nah, don't worry about the crowds or the, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I was getting into like a little beach vibe there for a second, but, uh, but yeah. Uh, I, well, hopefully you guys, you can make it down for, for one or the other. Well, I'm sure you will in uh, September. So yeah. So I, we'll cover I will that try for the show and then <laughs> some cool video and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it for our show. Um, hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, we had a lot, you know, a lot of content, a lot of talk about, <clears throat> had some goofy moments about the Tiki Room. So, uh, once again, happy 55th anniversary to one of the greatest attractions and kind of a 
a uh, cult classic outside of Disneyland, even with a Tiki community. Um, next show, I believe we are going to be having your review, Ryan, of your first con, Ace Comic Con. Um, yes, sir. Yeah. I'll be there when you guys are listening to this. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I can't wait to hear about it. Um, if you guys want to hear a preview, uh, we, we we have that on our uh, previous bonus episode. That includes the, uh, our review of Incredibles 2. And, uh, and it's a great preview talking to the CEO of Ace Comic Con. So, um, yeah, I can't wait to hear about it, man. And uh, seeing all your, your pictures and videos and your messages, like your OMG moments <laughs> that, that you're going to have. Yeah, yeah, I'll be posting. I'm really hoping they have Wi-Fi so I can post stories all day for you guys. So sorry in advance for the nigga stories on our, our Instagram page coming up this weekend. But I'm really hoping they have Instagram. So. <laughs> so, or not Instagram, Wi-Fi, sorry. They, yeah, yeah. I, they should. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. But um, yeah, last time I was at a, a Fox game, they had it in that area. So, well, that so as long as not all ten thousand people are on it, we yeah. should be fine. <laughs> exactly. So um, once again, uh, thank you guys for coming to the show, um, stopping by, saying hi. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, um, and you can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Music. SoundCloud. Um, I'm trying to get us on Spotify, but it's it's, it's very difficult because I think you got to... Uh, long story, but we're trying on it. And uh, once again, uh, congratulations to Lynn Stoffer, uh, winner of our Apple uh, Review uh, Blu-ray contest. So um, I have no way to get a hold of you. So if you can DM us <laughs> or something... Um, let us know, and uh, we'll get you out that movie uh, of your choice right away. Um, yeah, and like I mentioned earlier, earlier in the show, not only are we're, we're probably going to have a an, uh, start doing a, a countdown to celebration here uh, real soon, and we're going to have probably a yeah. series of those episodes because there's going to be a lot going on in celebration. There's a lot to talk about, and we haven't even had any announcements of who's going to be there yet. So. It'll be a it'll be a fun series, I believe. I think so. Uh, once again, thank you guys for listening, and until next time, may the fourth with you, <laughs> and enjoy the uh, the special bonus audio of Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Oh, my siestas are getting shorter and shorter. Oh, look at all the people! Welcome to Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room. Hey, Michael, me amigo, pay attention, it's Joe time. So it is, and what darling people I have sitting under me. Pierre, you rascal, you, let's put on the show. Mon ami, I am always ready, as you say, to put on the show. <whistles> oh, pardon, madame, that whistle was for my good friend, Fritz. Ach, to lieber, I almost fell out of my upper perch. Uh, glad to see you all aboard, uh, uh, sure, or... <laughs> Wherever you are, my goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the glee club. In the tiki 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 room, in the tiki 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 room.
all the birds sing word and the flowers croon in the tiki 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 room. Welcome to our tropical hideaway, you lucky people, you. If we weren't in the show, stopping right away, we'd think the audience too. All together in the tiki 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 room, in the tiki 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 room. All the birds sing word and the flowers croon in the tiki 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 room. I sing so beautiful, I should sing so low. See, so low we can't hear you. My voice may not be so marvelous, but my profile is out of this world. Jawohl, but the trouble is, it's not far enough out of this world. Isn't that right, Herr Schmidt? <laughs> I see, Schmidt has no hair. Me amigo, stop the clucking. You sound like a bunch of old hens. There's a lot of birds waiting to go on. For instance... The boys in the back are comic cause. Because of their claws? No, because they're macaws. And our fine feathered friend is a jolly toucan. And two can sound better than one toucan can. The bird of paradise is an elegant bird. It likes to be seen and it loves to be heard. Most little birdies will fly away, but the tiki room birds are here every day. In the tiki 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 room, in the tiki 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 room, all the birds sing words and the flowers croon. In the tiki 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 room, our show is delightful. We hope you'll agree. We hope that it fills you with pleasure and glee. Because if we don't make you feel like that, we're gonna wind up on a lady's hat. In the tiki 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 room, in the tiki tiki. All the birds sing word and the flowers croon in the tiki 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 room. Our magnificent production is yet to come. So strum the guitar and beat the drum. We've been a hit and we know you adore us. So come on and join us in another chorus in the tiki 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 room. In the tiki 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 Applause! See, that's crazy. Mes amis, such wonderful singing calls for applause. See, amigos, applause. Yeah, 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 yeah. Écoutez, écoutez. Listen, listen. I think maybe it's music. Yeah, it is often back. You stay off of my back and I'll stay off of your back. Shh. Let's be quiet and listen.
Let's give the little birdies a great big hand. Me? Applaud, applaud. Yeah, you down there, mit both hands. And now, senors and senoritas, please place your eyes into the center of the room, that is. We present the enchanted fountain. Ach, yeah. And a wunderbar birdmobile, which has birds on it, and it goes round and round. And that's why we call it a birdmobile. Look, here come the girls. Mesdames and Monsieur, introducing the lovely ladies of the ensemble. Just like the folly percher with all the feathers, there's Colette, hello Colette, Suzette, hello Mimi, Gigi, Fifi, <laughs> Josephine. I wonder what happened to Rosita.
applause. That was so good. Wunderbar, wunderbar. Give yourselves a hand. A little applause for the girls, too. Ah, that was magnifique. See, no one laid an egg but me. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we have something really big for you. Yeah, the birds stand still and the tiki room flies away. Mon ami, quit talking while I'm interrupting. Ladies and gentlemen, now we present direct from the islands a musical luau.
Someone has left the chower running. Be careful, me fine friends. The gods have been angered by all the celebrating. But, me buckos, every cloud has a silver lining. Monsieur and madame, it's time to say adieu. But we hope you will always remember the amazing things which happened here in Walt Disney's enchanted Tiki Room. The birdies have their Magic trick for you. Yeah, a wunderbar trick. Everybody, face the door. And the trick is, we're gonna make you all disappear. Hi, 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 hi. It's how you know you go. We hope you all enjoyed the show. Hi, hi. 